Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord. We're getting out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those that are Lich Level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blondibus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Arab Car, Hope Just Gonna Secret Pasture There, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadow Art, Sirendon, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holiday, Corey, Jason K, Dicky Lopez, Bobson Doug Knight, Ricky Ropebridge, Alex K, Doma Elaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Rusty, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Fig Tears, Zach S, Jimmy H, Mr. Turtle Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Pickle, Mr. Grim, Fire Down, M54, Ewaz, Jameson S, Eric R, Plus 2, 4, Plus 7 of Whacking, I'm Not a Robot, George F, Leo Hard, 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 Witch Hunter, Jeremy D, Matthew M, Scott E, Progeny of Kuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, Callistra Specialty, Brendan K, Gringus Maximus, and Andrew G. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 27. We start off with the flashback introduction of Swanee's, uh, what is it, third character? Her name is Shara, and she's a champion of Ergothoa, and also, it turns out, the mortal enemy of Gerdrug, who is dead, remember, eaten by a fireplace and all. Flashback to where that fireplace was, outside Iron Tavia's burning cottage, the rest of us group up and head back to the Theater of Sin, where we meet Shara, who conveniently decides to take Gerdrug's place. We spend about a week buying, selling, and retraining, and then decide that we want to follow a couple leads we have, which take us to Salashore. So, if you decide that you're going to head off to Sh- Salashore, uh, it's, uh, let's just pull up the map again here real quick. So, wait. <clears throat> maybe I should learn, maybe, well, no, I've got my, no, I've got my, my wagon. I ride in my goddamn coffin and wagon, and if Kix and Arius would also like to ride on the wagon, they can. There is room for you. Because, obviously, Shara will be on her mount. Walkings for shitty quick that don't have relations with Bloodlords. I'm beyond that now. <laughs> you are beyond that now. Get yourself a horse. Pack get and Salashore in complete opposite directions. Yeah, that's a bit of a trek, isn't it? Yeah, you're going... You go, go all the way around the fucking Axian Wood. Yeah, you, bas- wood. you basically skirt the northern edge of the Axian Wood in its entirety from west to east to get to Salashore. That's fucking huge. <laughs> I've got some, hundreds of miles. Hundreds. I've got some. I got some art I want to show you guys. You're right. It's fucking hundreds of miles. <laughs> that is hundreds of miles. We are traveling hundreds of miles. It's gonna take a couple of days, y'all. I mean, rough estimate. That's like upper three hundreds. That's like three hundred seventy-five miles. Long trip ahead of you. A couple of weeks, I would imagine. Yeah, that'd be a couple of weeks. Be a couple of weeks. We we are going to have a long time to get to know each other. Okay, goddamn, we're going to have to have this conversation. I'm not traveling two weeks without having this conversation. So, kicks. Um, what is it exactly that's in your head? Uh, I don't really know what you mean. Sometimes I lose track of time, but I figured that's just bad sleep. Yeah, so it's not just bad sleep. Um. <clears throat> It would seem that upon occasion, somebody else takes control over your corporal body and does things that are interesting. Interesting. You're not aware of this at all? 
No, I can't say him. I did notice that the skeleton man healed me with necromantic powers, and that was kind of freaky. Yes, yes, um, almost as though the person inside of you you, decided to take- Wait, did you just call me Skeleton Man? You don't (laughs) even know my name? Skeleton Man. Arius. Fuck this guy, it's the last time I heal you. Oh, don't worry, I think you're actually healing the one inside of him. I like them better. Luke can just leave it alone. He doesn't know about the, the more fun version of himself. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Like, if there was somebody living in my head, I would want my friends to tell me. So I here I am, Kix, telling you. And willing to help if there's anything I can do. And also, other guy, um, hi, I'm Lucan. Uh, we've met. And if you'd like to chat, I'm here. Kix is more so just confused. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, he'll take note of it but that's but like but like for real if that was happening yeah. you'd want to know <laughs> yeah, for sure what what where, now you don't where would you do this like what what kind of setting is this in oh i'd be like just like on my wagon like, like i'd be side. riding on my wagon nobody's around yeah yeah just me and kicks well arius obviously hurt as well like i'm not keeping this a secret i suppose yeah i suppose yeah i that that whole interaction ends with you staring awkwardly at kicks apparently and nothing happens we had a conversation about it. It's just I don't know what to do about that information. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I know. I, I know. I'm just just set, let you know, friend. I'm here for you. I'll help you out, and I'll take notes next time it happens. Yeah, so how does the trip go? Um, anything interesting? A couple of weeks go by, and to be real honest, at this point in your career, there's some, you know, you'll come across some roving uh, ghouls here and there, some desperate bandits, but right now, you would easily be able to take care of any of those threats, those basic threats on your way through, and you don't come across anything really very dangerous, enough to be considered noting. Sweet. Started the 22nd of Lamajan. Started it at the first. Apparently, we uh, celebrate uh, Lash, Lama Fest on the road. Yeah. <laughs> we bring we, some. We bring cheer to the uh, various cities on the way. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, after a few weeks' travel, you uh, finally arrive at your destination. You arrive at Salashore. Ooh, art! The bright light of a full moon illuminates the port town of Salashore, a curious old settlement that looks partially slid into the sea. Half of the town consists of sunken buildings, with a few floors poking out the water and connected by rickety wooden bridges. The wooden boardwalk leads from the water to a bustling fish market. Humans, lizard folk, and long-eared ghouls go about their business in the town. The ghouls and lizard folk slipping easily in and out of the water. About a hundred yards from the tide rises a short but steep cliff lined with humble homes and a few handsome estates. This, it appears, is where Sallow Shore's air-breathing population lives, while others inhabit the sunken town below. Oh, shit. Are we in- Ooh, idea. We're in Venice. Oh, I was. We're in undead Venice slash Atlantis. I was thinking Atlantis. Sort of. Oh, oh, that. Welcome 
to Sallowshore. Well, we are here. Now what do we do? Brain rot info. Yeah. Tremor based. Do we have a contact? Anything? You have a name and an... That's it? You have a name? To the inn! Yeah, to the inn. Find an inn? We, we go to the inn. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't take very long for somebody to point you to a place. They take a look at you. One of the, the residents on the shore looks at you and uh, says, You're probably going to want to go to some place that isn't in the water. Head over to the fishmonger. And she points you over in a, in a direction. So like an actual fishmonger, or is that the name of the inn? No, that's the name of the inn. Seems a bit confusing in a port town. Okay. Yeah, I was really expecting she was like telling us, I've got to talk to the fish people. Go talk to the people that sell fish. She rolls her eyes and she's like, it's supposed to be ironic. Newcomers. And just walks away. I go to the fishmonger. <laughs> just like some some snotty local getting upset at the tourist trap that's labeled as a tourist trip. <laughs> This is like they do they are not a tourist town <laughs> at all. <laughs> this place uh, they they got they fish and export fish and they pay their taxes and then they fish. <laughs> Anyways, um you you make your way to the fishmonger. Yes. You head in and uh you're greeted by a moderately busy common room uh with some Humans. The majority of the population of the town, you can tell, is humans. Actually, oh, living quick. Really, mm-hmm. some of the undead that are here, you notice there are the lizard folk. There are many living lizard folk. Uh, there are also many ghoul lizard folk. But again, the majority of the population is quick humans. Nice. So as you make your way into the inn, it, this short little woman with white hair in a just a like a yarn ball of a bun at the top of her head wrinkled and greets you on your w- way in. Welcome to the fishmonger. Need rooms? Yes. Hello. We will need rooms. Let old Maeve take care of you. Why, thank you old Maeve. I am Luke and Hollow. These are my good friends Kix, Arius, and Shanna. Welcome. Welcome all. Four separate rooms. Yeah, that'll be fun. I assume so. Got money? Yes, sure. Why not? Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, let me get those ready for you. And do they have food at this inn, does it appear? Sit, sit. Somebody will serve you. Sit, sit. Likely fish. Yes. I wonder if they feed me lizard blood. Or lizard folk blood, I should say. We'll find out. To see if it's on the menu. Yeah. I know this lady's got a card game named after her. Old Maeve. <laughs> Old Maeve will, uh, the, the inn is run by her and a, a bunch of her grandchildren. So she'll turn around and, and uh, snap at some of the kids to uh, get the rooms ready. Get four rooms. Get four rooms ready for the new guests! Someone will be with you in just a moment. Yes, yes, yes. Well, he's kind of spent. A bit. But, you know. They probably don't get too many outsiders. No, that's why she was so eager to rent four rooms to us rather than just two or one. If 
Old Maeve don't mind. You don't mind all the old Maeve, Maeve asking. Um, what are you doing in town? We don't get many visitors. Well, you see, I'm a vampire, and I've never tried lizard folk blood. Oh, oh. We don't we, we don't have lizard folk blood on the menu. Um. Oh. Uh, well. Any low, low minimum wage guys want to make a little extra cash? Shara looks around the room. Are there any lizard folk in here? Oh, yeah. He said there were. That's why I said it. <laughs> Just a little antagonism. Just ask that one over there. <laughs> we have... um. We have pig's blood, or or we have, um, well, fish blood. It's all right. I have a half-drunk bandit still in the wagon. You tell me you wouldn't <laughs> like to try some fish blood? No, Sounds miserable. <laughs> but high in omega-3s. <laughs> uh, in my head, for some reason, it's just chum through cheesecloth. Oh my god. <laughs> uh yeah, no. Um anyway, you're you seem very sweet, huh, Maeve. Uh we're from Grey Dirge. We are here on business well, for a blood lord, I have to say. But I can't really tell you what it is. Oh Blood Lord Yes. Are you looking for a criminal or something? Yes, yeah, something like that. Oh, are People you? have been very naughty, old Maeve. Very naughty. Maeve puts a finger to her nose. Old Maeve hears many things. Oh, well then perhaps you might be able to help us with our inquiries. M- maybe old Maeve could. And she, like, with her hand down by her her hip, slowly reaches an upturned palm out. Uh, okay. A flicker of gold. She snaps it out of the air. Maeve will tell you anything. What do I want to know from old Maeve? What is it we're looking for here again? Yeah, what did, what were you, what was what was the thing in the bank for here? Yeah. So the the thing in the bank was a shipping crate that came shipping from Salor Shore. Shore. You also know that there is uh, a hag named Sani, Bride of the Sea, which is where the the tremor pace, the tremor pace, okay, comes from. Then we'd like to know about a lady named the Hag of the Sea, Sani, Bride of the Sea. Sani, go ahead and give me a diplomacy check, please. Whoever's doing the, the the diplomacy check, you got it. I would like to aid, and you'll get a, a lower DC because you greased the greedy old woman's palms. She just uh, runs a business. She, she look well. At, you know. but at least Swanee succeeds in the aid, and then I rolled like garbage. Rolled a three, so I get a fourteen with I guess plus two from the aid, so I get a sixteen. I give this lady a fucking gold, dude. She don't give a shit. Oh, Sani. Sonny's the town lawyer. Ah, a barrister. And where might we be able to find her? Oh, uh, Sonny takes up residence in the old submerged temple to Urgathoa, right at the edge of town. It's underwater, though. It's kind of hard to get to. But... Uh, we're going to have to go underwater. 
If you're looking for Sunny, then yes. Uh, okay. What type of hag is she that she breathes water? A sea hag, uh, I assume. A sea hag? Is that a thing? I assume that's a thing. <laughs> Mind old me for asking, what blood lord do you work for? Well, if you were paying attention, old Maeve, you'd already know. Thought this bitch knew everything. <laughs> we've told her where we're from, and we've told her we work for a blood lord. What blood lord is there? <laughs> Only one. Yeah, she ain't that smart. She doesn't know that much. <laughs> she doesn't get it. Failed your society check, I see. Many uh, who seek justice go to Sunny. Well, we certainly seek justice from Sonny. Some say her services are more than they can bargain for. Is there anyone who would sell us water-breathing potions in town? Oh, of course, of course. That's real cheap here. They cough half the price of what they do inland here. The potions, that is. Nice. All the potions, or just the... Water. All potions that give water breathing are 50% Oh, okay. Well, we're definitely going to need some. Underwater combat. I was just looking into this. I don't think it was as bad to me. It's not. you just like, you're always flat-footed. You, like, take a negative two to your attacks unless you're using a piercing weapon. Fire spells don't work. Holding your breath sucks. If you cast a spell, you're immediately out of breath and go unconscious the next round. Sounds pretty shit to me. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even take the S-tier feet water breath control. I'm a goddamn vampire. I didn't think it'd be necessary. Why would I ever go for a swim? <laughs> I'm not supposed to cross running water, much less go swimming in it. <laughs> One of the other things you have, and it's in your, it's in your loot, I believe. The the fetchlings uh, from the cabin had a small mo- notebook filled with pickup dates and quantities of brain grit, and the name Sani Bride of the Sea with the words Tremor Pace. That's what got you here, Salashore. But the wagon was provided by the Carter's Consortium. I suppose we could look into them too. Yeah, go interrogate them for. Uh... Where it's being stored, of like it's being stored in a warehouse here, or yeah, I ask, um, I ask our friend Old Maeve. On the way here, I'm afraid my wagon sustained a little damage. Why do you know of a place where we could go to have such things repaired? Deception. I get a twenty-three deception. I'm not so sure, but I know somebody who would be able to answer the question. Gishka is with the Export Guild. Gishka, okay. He must know where they are. And where would we find this Gishka? A Gishka is usually at the uh, the market. And where is the market? Oh, you can't miss it. Follow the smell of the fish. This whole place smells like fish. <laughs> oh, I guess I never thought of that. If you're not from town, it all probably smells like fish. It's right where the water meets the land, in the middle of town. You go down the main drag, you can't miss it. What was the name of the guild that supplied the wagons? The con- con- Consortium? Carter's Consortium. But that also has to go through the Export Guild. Now, there's not a representative from the Carter's Consortium here, but the Export Guild, you know, 
because of this is the way it is in Greater as well, they track all of the cargo leaving and entering a town like this. Much like they needed to for the grain and the food supplies coming out of Great Urge. Okay, and tell me the name of the hag again. Sani Bride of the Sea. I suppose this city operates more during the day than at night. If they're because of the quick. humans? Yes. I need to determine if my Eidolon has to breathe. Hmm. Photo, send it this. <laughs> what time of day is it now? Just, just after dusk. Let's go with eight. Eight o'clock. It's not quite that late yet. She still has the grandkids up at this hour. Hey, grandchildren. No, I'm talking about oh, old Maeve. Maeve. <laughs> old Maeve. The old Maeve is the hag in disguise. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So the market still be open at eight o'clock, or do we need to wait till tomorrow? You'll probably have to wait until tomorrow. Though you might be able to catch somebody from the export guild after market hours because of what they do. It's hard for you to know. Yeah, do they have like a warehouse we could go to? I'm sure they're still working at the warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an export guild house for sure. You guys can go check that out now if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, with Lucan's uh, aversion to sunlight, we... Uh, yeah. Take advantage <laughs> of... Kind of need to go at night. I mean, I can go as a part of Sundrinker. This says it is assumed that, like, Leshies do breathe. So that would, I would assume, be the same as the Eidolon. I would say then, yeah. They breathe. Or need to breathe. Yeah. Okay. So Old Maeve would have directed you to... what? It's the customs house, is what it is, really. It's a wooden building at the south end of the fish market. As you approach, you can clearly see that the... uh, that the building that you're directed to has both a dry level on the first floor and a wet level on the basement floor where customs business is conducted both underwater and above water. The wooden board lock that's along Sallow Shore's rocky beach extends into the water to this long, low building. There's a flat wooden roof on the building and a small upper story. There are large open windows on the lower floors that allow the sea to flow in and out with the tide. A few long boats are tied to the the building's wooden porch or to nearby posts, and a half dozen merchants loiter around the building. And they're chatting and walking away from the customs. And as you're walking towards it, walking toward the customs building, they walk past you. One of them turns around and says, Oh, they're going to be closed. Are you... One of them. We just concluded our business with Gishka, but he's probably locked up now. Well, we'll see if we can convince him to open. <laughs> Good luck. Waves and continues walking away with his buddies. Sundricker knocks on the door. We're closed. Come back in the morning. I'm a vampire. I'd rather not. You hear a latch creak and the door just pops open a little bit. What do you want? Thank you so much for accommodating for my kind. Oh, I'm not letting you in. What do you need? No, that was an assumed... That was like assuming the sale. If you've been a salesman, I was a salesman for a long time. That was assuming the sale. That was me telling you that we're going to be doing business. Anyway, hello, <laughs> I'm Luke and Hollow. Gish Carr. And this lizard 
folk man pops his head out. Aww. I like him. He's got a straw hat, leather scales. He's vest. a little cutie. I'd uh-huh. scritch his chin. Oh, he probably wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> he would hate that so much. Good good luck pinching the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he couldn't really do that. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, all hard lines on Gishkar. Oh, no, he's just a big softy. I don't know, there's just something about the art of this that really makes it look like just a cute lizard. I'm Customs Officer Gishkar. You don't appear to be merchants declaring customs, so how can I help you? Does anybody want to take the lead on this? I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking. You're so good at it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you got this. Okay. All right. This is a uh, high charisma character. You picked it. You did it. That's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will do this literally all night, every session. <laughs> I just feel bad. You know where I want to go. <laughs> Combat. <laughs> I'd like to punch this guy in the nose. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we'll just start with the violence. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even have a stat block for Gishkar. He's dead. <laughs> He's just a customs officer. <laughs> Leave the poor man alone. <laughs> but his blood would be so tasty. Or maybe not. I don't know. Still trying to figure that out. Uh, Before I leave this place, I'm finding out if lizard folk blood is tasty. That is my new goal. Maybe maybe don't open with that. I'm worried about the fact that I have to answer that question. Won't open with that. You're gonna have to. You think about it, Tyler. You come up with your answer. Is it gonna be like escargot, or is it gonna be like licking a fish? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I understand that uh, turtle blood is not that bad. Well, yeah, turtle blood. Soup is like a thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't yeah. Talk about my fucking cat like that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, uh, what did he ask again? We're not merchants. What are we doing here? I assume. Yeah, you're not. You're not merchants. How can I help you? Uh, this is the guy we want to talk to because we want to find out about the carts that were used to send Tremor paste. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we're tracking an invoice or something. Yes. To- Yes. Or a so shipping lead, uh, we are here working for a blood lord, and we are trying to track information regarding a shipment. And at that sentence, his eyes perk up. He looks around you. Well, don't just stand there in the street. Come in, come in. Thank you so much, sir. And I do. Okay. And are you speaking to him in common? I'm assuming. Oh, um, I mean. Uh, well, what were we speaking with Old Maeve and all of them? Old Maeve was definitely speaking common. Okay, so... And what's common? And here? by common, you mean Necrol. Or not Necrol, Osiriani. Osiriani, yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't know, does this guy seem to have an accent in Osiriani? Can I place the accent? He doesn't seem to have an Osiriani accent, no. Give me a society check, though. That's what I'm saying, like, is he speaking Osiriani to me? Yes, he is. And does he seem to have an accent that I can place? He has an accent... Go ahead and give me a society a, check to see if I can place check. it. Perfect. Yep. A 24. You can tell he actually has a, uh, not a very heavy, but a slight Eruxi accent. I cannot. Nope. Yep, the Eruxi <laughs> language is very specific. <laughs> nope, can't speak that. Uh, okay. So we'll, yeah, yeah. Go with it, all right. I uh, kind of shake off a little bit of the dampness as we come in. Oh, I, I thank you so much. Anyway... We are looking for a shipment that came 
Well, uh, at least we believe came from Sonny, Bride of the Sea. It was shipped to Grey Dirge. It was shipped to potentially the Bank of Grey Dirge, but that's not necessarily for sure. And carried some interesting items that we're trying to understand. Might you be able to help? Interesting items. Um, well, I can tell you. This is the investigation for a blood lord. What blood lord? Blood Lord Hardoli of Greater, which is where we've come from. Oh, okay, okay. I hear things about her. She is as terrifying as all rumors, I'm sure, as every Blood Lord is. Well, all right. Sani, Bride of the Sea. I, Sani's. She sends things through me quite frequently, but she generally and regularly ships caviar. Not in a especially large amount. The tariff on caviar is low, so it's low on my priority list. Hmm. She's never missed a payment. I have no quarrel with Sonny. Oh, no, no, neither do we. But anything to... That's a lie. Greaturge or the Greaturge area? Oh, yes, definitely. Is that the caviar also? Caviar, they're exclusively to Greaturge, actually. You mean she's the exclusive supplier of caviar to Greaturge? Well, maybe not. Uh, maybe not that, but she sent her caviar exclusively to Great Edge. Well, I should say maybe other places. Well, it's just majority to Great Edge. Well, that certainly would not be exclusively then. Right, I misspoke. You say blood lords and I get nervous, and now I'm just saying Don't things worry. that. De- okay, all right. We're sorry. not here to threaten or be cruel, just looking for answers. Feel like a, a kind hand is is the correct way to go with this guy. Make a diplomacy check. What exactly are you looking? It, you can't be after her because she's shipping caviar. Do you check the caviar? Of course we check the caviar. What is eight at this level? At this level? That's right. I forgot we were doing a different thing. At this level is twenty. Well, then I failed eight. Well, I got a 26, so that should be pretty good. Look, we, of course, go through there, but what do you you think it is? When did she start sending caviar? It's been a few months now. So just a few months. Not like years, just a few months. Well, she sent caviar in small amounts and... Widely spaced apart for a few years, yes. Really started to send out more in the last few months. Ah. I feel like you're about to tell me that it wasn't caviar. We have reason to believe that at least some of it wasn't. Do you know when the next shipment is? I don't have anything from her right now. Do you have any records to back up any of the claims? Do I? You do. What do we small have? Small notebook in the party loot. Ah, yes. I pull out the small notebook, and I show it to our friend here, whose name I've already forgotten. Gishkar. Gishkar. What a great guy Gishkar is. Yeah, cutie face. That's what cutie he is. Face. And he scans through it in a whole lot of second. And he goes back behind the desk where he's got a ledger and he opens up the ledger and flips through it to match the days and looks at it. These dates all match up. 
with everything she sent out. Tremor paste. What is tremor paste? Not caviar. Is that somehow chemical ingredient? Something like that. We don't rightly know. One of the things we're attempting to discern. Rare alchemical ingredients like that have a very high tariff. And if any was being shipped out of Sallow Shore, I would want to know about it. That clever old sea witch. I see. I see. Yes, well, it goes much beyond dodging tariffs here. Well, that's my concern. That's my job. Dodging tariffs is a very serious business. <laughs> start getting visibly very upset about the idea of dodging tariffs. Right <laughs> under my snout. And she's cheated me in the process and the export guild and the royal treasury of Geb of incredible sums. A shame you weren't more careful in inspecting what she was sending, isn't it, Mr. Gishkar? So you are correct. I need to find out exactly how much gold Sani's been cheating me out of. If you can present her records to me, I will give you 150 gold. This guy really takes his tariff seriously. <laughs> I've got to be mean to it, but I just can't. Earn some gold, and you'll earn some favor with the export guild while you're at it. And how can you assist us with this? Yeah, I've actually got something just for this. And he goes and opens up the drawers, and he pulls out four potions of water breathing. Yeah, easily take these from my stock. How convenient. We were going to go see Sunny anyway. This will be very helpful. I wish you the best of luck. Another question, Mr. Gishkar. Is there, by any chance, and I know the answer is going to be no, but I have to ask, a place where a sophisticated person such as myself can find a nice bathing suit to go swimming around in these mucky waters? Well, honestly, I couldn't tell you. You'd have to talk to Tobias Ridge for that. He's the only highbrow fellow in town. Okay. He's with the Tax Collectors Union. Okay, so what is it Gishkar wants from us for his 150 gold? Bring Sani's shipping manifesto. Yeah, say another journal like we brought him here. Yep. Something that shows how much Tremor Paste exactly she shipped out so that he knows exactly how much he's been cheated. He, needs, he wants to make sure he's balancing the books. Well, before we go diving into this filthy water, I want to go see this Tobias Highridge. See if there's anything suitable to wear. Did you want to do any uh, recall knowledges on Tobias or, like, uh, gather information? Anything that like that? That takes, like, an hour. Uh, I mean, yeah, it takes some time. It takes longer than an hour. Normally. Yeah, why do I Depends care when I can just go see him myself and gather information up front and personal? I suppose. Straight from the horse's thing. Yeah, I would assume this guy would tell us where to go, so... You're right. You can ask Gishgar about Tobias. He's a tax collector and a vampire. And uh, Tobias has been mourning the death of his wife. A night hag. More hags. Who used to belong to a coven. Wait, what was the name of this night hag? Night hag? Did we kill her? (laughs) (laughs) 
The night hag's name was Nepenthe. Okay. And she used to belong to this coven called the Grave Claw. Oh, good. What do we do to make them? They might have info. This guy might have info, or there might be a journal yeah. this hag kept. Do we know if Sonny is also a member of the Grave Claw? Yes, you know. So, well, I mean, you can certainly reasonably assume that Sonny and DeCrozia are two other members of the Grave Claw Coven. Just like Iron Tavia. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Killed Iron Tavia. It sounds like it's probably going to go that way with Sonny. Killing's my game. Well, if these Graveclaw are trying to fuck over a whole bunch of people in Geb, we just can't have that. So we're going to need to surreptitiously ask Mr. Highridge about his dead wife. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they're kicked out of a coven, do they die or what? I mean, yeah, I'll have to ask what happened. They get eaten by their fucking cauldrons. Yeah, I've that's seen it. apparently <laughs> seen it. That, that's if you <laughs> kill them. <laughs> All right, uh, well, uh, we head to Tobias. We th- I thank Gishkar very much for his help. I don't give him money because he should just be thankful we didn't kill him, and <laughs> and he's going to give us money. Yeah, he's going to give us money, and uh, we head over to Tobias High Ridge. All right, which is a vampire, so he should be up. Yes! He's a vampire, and he is awake. What's his manner look like? Is it nice? Is it underwater? No, it is not. Uh, it is perched on the cliffs that overlook Sallow Shore's fish market. Pretty-ish. And it's easy to point out. Like, anybody in town, especially down where you are at the lower market, D- Gishkar could just, like, step outside the customs office door and point up to the High Ridge estate. If you approach the estate and knock on the door... You were greeted by a female butler wearing uh, a black vest and a bow tie, a black bow tie, button-up white shirt, dress slacks, and she's a vampire, you can clearly see. Her fangs going out. She bows. Hello, my name is Lixel. Who are you, and what business do you have with Master Highridge? Hello, Lixon. My name is Luke and Hollow. These are my compatriots, Kix, Shera, and Arius. So I almost forgot. Remember. Skeleton man. <laughs> Skeleton man. Skeleton man. Skeleton man. Hate you all. Doing whatever a skeleton can. <laughs> we represent the interests of Grey Dirge and Bloodlord Haldoli thereof. And we come to speak with Master Heinrich. While you're talking, give me a perception check. A- a- anyone. Actually, everyone. Let's roll some dice. Give me perception checks. I'm just too happy to see another vampire. Ooh, my best roll of the night. It's your only roll of the night. I had a couple diplomacy rolls. Oh, uh, yeah, you had a couple You had a couple social checks. That's right. Uh, Shara gets 26. Shara, you can see that Lixel, Arius can see this too, with a 31. Lixel is clearly appraising the four of you. Lingering eyes on the weapons that, like, the greatsword Arius has on the shield and on the scythe and the comma. I see. Won't you please come this way? You can wait in the garden while I see if Master Highridge can see you. I'm sure he won't be long. Wait in the garden? Is that a joke? 
No, it wasn't. No, sorry. I didn't see you there. <laughs> didn't see the big ass plant walking around. Just just uh just wanted to interject a little. <laughs> Saw the plant, didn't think the plant was gonna talk. She escorts you. She leads the way through the ground floor of this large house. There are grim furnishings like a wall tapestry depicting Zan Kuthan. A bone chandelier bearing six severed heads, a carpet made of tiny interlaced bones. She reaches a stout door of black wood, which she opens to reveal a garden. Open to the sky, the garden blooms with large flowering plants in black iron pots, providing some shade to a sitting bench nearby. A small green marble fountain beneath a clay statue of a succubus burbles with blood. Lixo gives an easy bow and says, Please wait here, before shutting the door behind her. I wait. Bubbles with blood. Perdition's outside, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna walk perdition walking through the house. perdition through the hey, house. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> clip, clop, clip, clop. Are you going to go take a bath, Lucan? In this fountain of blood, it is certainly tempting. Giant fountain of blood. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness, I am really trying to control myself. But no, no, I am a man of dignity and social grace. Sounds but, so peaceful. But I will go look at it. Just, just look. Iris is going to go sit on a bench. I dip a finger in and taste it. Yum, yum. What kind of blood is it? Seems unsanitary. It's definitely blood. Hard to put your finger on it. Some sort of animal blood, though. Um, a little watered down from rain and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's no. it certainly tastes like it has some sort of additive to it, but you quickly discern that it must be some sort of additive to prevent coagulation in a big fountain like this. That makes sense. It's really the aesthetic that counts. So it's kind of gross that you just did that, man. Yes, I know, I'm a vampire. Would you walk up to a fountain and, like, dip your finger and taste the water? <laughs> no. It's disgusting. But, like, vampires, like, they have a craving. What's the difference? Imagine it's a chocolate fountain. Okay. We have a craving for water. Chocolate fountain. Like, I, I would dip my finger and taste a chocolate fountain. And then it's like, oh, this isn't very good chocolate. You this know, it's like, sucks. oh, this is a Hershey's bar melted down. This is, this is garbage. This is basically the the you know the cheapest thing that you can call blood to yeah, fill this, an entire. This fountain. is a chocolate like substance. This is there is no <laughs> cacao present. <laughs> so as you guys are sitting, just kind of hanging out. Several minutes pass. I just walk around in circles. It's very pretty. The shutter of an upper story window flies open, overlooking the garden. Whoa. And from the darkness of the estate interior, a single pale hand grips the window frame. Now we shall see if you can be of use to me. Very shortly after that, the succubus begins to move. Well, I did not expect this. You gave me a map and I didn't immediately think combat. Tyler, you tricked me. It just never happens. It never happens like this. But no, I really, I was not thinking combat, even though you gave me a map. I <laughs> Wow. It's such wow. a nice little garden, right? Yeah, I just, right? Uh, yeah. 
I was literally just thinking, oh, this is nice that they've just got this nice little map to just kind of put you in the mood of the area that you're in. No. No, you're about to get attacked. No fucking attacked. Roll for initiative. Fine. Yeah, let me just go ahead and roll a nat 20 on that for the, uh, the succubus. Can I show you this art? Holy shit, this art. Oh! It's a terracotta succubus? It's a terracotta succubus covered in blood. That oh, yeah, the whole bottom half of her is, is all cool blood because of the fountain. It's some really fucking cool art. And she's like, it's like kind of almost 3D as she's reaching out towards you. Yeah. Very cool art. Also, I just want to, just just to remind, I am casting Summoner's Precaution every day. Like, that is a thing that gets cast every day. I am down a second level spell all the time. Oh, that's that's the one that lets you sever connection and basically yep. de-summon Sundrinker de- to de- stay alive. Sundrinker to stay alive. Yep. Right on. Right on. At the top of round one, the Terracotta Succubus gets to go first. They use their first action to stride through the blood. So we think this guy is probably in league with the Grave Claws and knows who we are. That's my guess. Or he's just having some fun. Or he's an evil douchebag that's just testing us. (laughs) (laughs) Or that. It takes two actions for the Terracotta Succubus to get over to Lucan, but afterwards it uses a claw attack. Oh, bad. Gets a 26 to hit. Just bad enough not to crit. Then uh, go ahead and take 19 points of slashing damage. Jesus Christ. The stone-like claws rake across you. Lucan, it's your turn. Christ, that hurt. We will do one action tandem movement, and Sundrinker will go ahead and go splash into the back of this pool, this bloody fountain. Will they get attack of opportunity at all? Yes. Okay. So, attack of opportunity on Sundrinker here. Ouch. Uh, 34 Ooh. to hit. Yeah, that's a critical hit. Oh, the, then uh, go ahead and take 37 points of slashing damage. I'd rather not, but okay. With their tandem movement, Lucan steps back several feet. And yeah, here we are. And I am already fucked up. Action one, I, or excuse me, action two, I draw an oil of unlife. Action three, I act together and I battle medicine myself, making a medicine check. Rolled a nat 20, critical. Nice. So I will heal myself. 12. And then with their act together action, Sundrinker will attack this terrible, terrible thing that just dealt me altogether too much damage. It was um, And we'll go bludgeoning, I guess. We'll uh, bludgeoning. It's stone. That seems like the way to go. Get a 25 to hit. A 25 hits. I will deal 10 bludgeoning damage. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. That's my turn. They take 20 points of bludgeoning damage as cracks spiderweb from the point of impact. Okay. All right. Then after Lucan, that takes us to Shara. It's your turn. 
Okay. First action, Shira will stride up to the Terracotta Soldier. Second action, we are going to try this uh, Dread Marshal stance again. So there's a one action. I make an Intimidation check against a standard difficulty DC, which I think we just said was 20, right? Yeah, standard difficulty at level 5 is uh, DC 20. So you get a 23. Nice. So on a regular success, it grants myself and all allies a status bonus to damage equal to the number of weapon damage dice of the unarmed attacker weapon I'm wielding. So it'd be two. Nice. And if anybody anybody in the aura critically hits an enemy with a strike, they become frightened one. So when Shara goes into Dread Marshal stance, her beauty becomes, I don't know, a thing of nightmare. <laughs> Her skin goes even more white, her hair turns white. She looks more like a, a wraith or a something like that. And then uh, third action. I guess I really wasn't expecting to fight here, so I will draw my weapon. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll draw my combo. Then after Shara, Arius, it's your turn. Yeah, Arius' first action, he moves up 25 feet. Um, doesn't quite have the distance to get into flanking with anybody, so he just barely makes it up there. Second action, he's going to take a swing and gets a natural one. Ouch. Um, I might hero point that. Which words? No oh, way. Oh my god. you got to be then fucking kidding there's me. There's another natural one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move on. Um, third action, Let's take another swing. That's a, what, a one, in, one in 400 chance? Yeah, 15 MS. Okay, uh, move on. Ouch. Uh, uh, kicks. Kicks, it's your turn. The skeleton man does it again. What's the aura again? Uh, the Dread Marshal's aura. No, well, oh, that's that's not the succubus. I was like, fuck, yeah, that's, that's my aura. Class. That is. Yeah, we're with you. Yeah, we're good. Share. Well, I saw the trees bludgeoning do some extra shit, so I'm just gonna throw a potted plant at it with a telekinetic. There are literally just tons of potted plants down here. So that is yes, fantastic attack. I get a whopping 16. That will not do it. Uh, I don't do anything. I'm done. After kicks, it takes us to the top of round two. Back up to the Terracotta Succubus. They use their first action to take a five-foot step south, kind of getting away from Arius, but keeping Sundrinker in their, well, in their sights. Sundrinker dealt a lot of damage with that hit. So, with their second action, they're going to make a claw attack on Sundrinker. Now there's 17 on the die for a 34. Yeah, that's crit. 37 slashing damage. Oh. Two sevens and eight and a three. I go down. Um, yeah, I will use my um, my spell. Intervention thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. My uh, summer's conduit. precaution. I sever conduit as a reaction. The trigger is the eidolon taking damage that would bring me to zero hit points, and uh, I shut off the the link, causing my bonded ally to wink out of existence. The eidolon unmanifests. I can't remanifest him for an hour for a minute, and in exchange, I don't take the triggering damage. 
You just straight up don't take that 34 damage. Yep, I or just 37 damage. I just don't take it. Wow. So put my HP back to where it was. Uh, but Sundrinker vanishes. When Sundrinker's no. gone, the uh, Terracotta Succubus, not really in a position to be able to tell exactly what they did, believes that they just re- they, they're successful now, right? Like that was a massive success. Turns to face Shara and uses their third action to raise a shield, effectively raise a shield, but you can see them bringing both of their arms, their forearms up and crossing them in a shielding motion. That takes us over to Lucan. It's your turn. Okay, well, um, that sucked. First thing I do is drink the oil of a life. Well, I don't know if I need to do that now. I'm out of the way. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't drink the oil of a life. Here we go. Action one. I use my lovely new staff, and I am going to utilize one charge from it to cast true strike. Okay. Boom. And now I will spend my second two actions casting telekinetic projectile at the terracotta statue. Noticing that bludgeoning did so well, I will find like a stone or something that can do bludgeoning. And here we go. Let's give this a shot. Hell yeah, look at that. I get a 27 to hit. That makes a difference because the first D20 on an 11 would have missed. Would have missed. Cool. Look at that. So, damage. Bludgeoning damage. They're going to take 10. They're going to take another flat 20. And as the rock hits and connects the cracked spiderweb even farther with a big chunk. Oh, that that was so satisfying. Using the staff, using the telekinetic projectile that I trained out of and... Uh, trained into, retrained into. That was very satisfying. It was effective. <laughs> effective, yes. All right, I'm done. Shara, it's your turn. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a five foot step around to the side to allow Arius to maybe possibly get into flanking on his turn, and then I will attack once with my comma. Uh, that's a whole lot of rolling for not a very good roll. Uh, I get a 20 to hit. A 20 will miss. And then I will see her raise shield and raise her another shield. <laughs> Raised shields everywhere. All right. Then after Shara, that takes us over to Arius. It's your turn. Uh, Arius, take a step into flanking and take a swing. Uh, actually, before... Before I step into flanking, she have any debuffs on her right now? I can't tell. No, not like frightened or anything like that. No. I'm gonna attempt to demoralize her. Jesus Christ, 21. Can't roll over a 10. A 21 is a success. Surprising. Okay. Frightened one. Also surprising. This construct does not have immunity to mental traits. Suck it, Construct. Arius is too stupid to... (laughs) (laughs) Even consider the possibility of that? (laughs) He he tried to stare at you intimidatingly. It worked. Obviously. Okay. Uh, And then then step, and then third action will be to take a strike. Fuck me. 22 to hit. That just misses because she raised her shield. That's my turn. Kicks. It's your turn. 
I will unleash Psyche. Wah. And then I will I'll attempt another telekinetic, see if these spells can work today. 21. Oh, 21 will miss. Alright, um, I will recall the teachings to possibly aid a melee attack. Then that takes us over to the top of round three. So on her turn, with her first action, is she's going to step out of flanking and take another claw attack at Shara. Get an 18 to hit. Ooh, it was almost a lot of miss. <laughs> Got real close there. And then for her third action, she will raise a shield. Does this frightened condition reduce now? Or because nope. she's in your aura, it doesn't go down from one? She's in my Dread Martial aura, so it does not reduce below one. Shit. All right. Anyways, Lucan, your turn. Or not. Yeah, one of my auras. I don't remember which one. <laughs> so many auras right now. You know, that went so well last time. I really enjoyed it. I'll just do it again. For one action, I cast True Strike onto myself with my staff. And then for actions two and three, I will cast Telekinetic Projectile. Imagine if I had Sunjaker out who could then also take an attack. It would be so glorious. I I don't hate. Just kidding. I did say that. (laughs) <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're not going to hit even if I do it. Did you roll or? I'm doing now. As, I'm, oh, you yeah, had yeah, all eight. Sorry, yeah. I thought yeah. I looked at the next last person's rolls and I thought. So aid? Yeah. Aid the true strike. So no, the aid I has add, to go off first. I had the t- t- telekinetic. <laughs> I aid his attack. Right. You aid the, you aid the telekinetic projectile. Well, so uh, uh, first he has to make roll. the aid check. The occultism check. Okay. And it's a DC 20 because you're level 5. Nearly impossible to miss. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> That's what you get for saying that out loud, apparently. <laughs> Roll it to a 19. That qualifies as nearly. Fails. All right. Hey, you take your hero point if you wanted. That's true. There is a hero point option. <laughs> yeah, I think hero I'm point the aid check. Call hero point an aid. Well, on the plus side, you have a very good chance of the hero point being as successful, considering that, you know, you have a 90% chance of being successful. True. (laughs) You can't hero point. True strike. Isn't it a fortune effect? No, your aid, you can hero point. You're hero pointing your You hero point if you wanted to. I'm fucking aiding my (laughs) 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 hero. Not hero pointing your aid. Come on. All right. I rolled my true strike with oh right, no right. I rolled a six and a three. Oh well, no! Even no. if I were good at attacking, that wouldn't have been good enough. So <laughs> I miss. All right, third action. Oh, you did true strike. Uh, That's I, right. Yeah, I did true strike. Shara, it's your turn. I guess we're playing this game. Five foot step. Attack step and once. strike and shield. Yep. Twenty nine hit. Twenty nine hits. For 13 slashing damage. 13. Which probably doesn't take all that. Well, it actually does take all 13 of the damage. Oh. It just does not do any additional damage. And then I will raise my shield. I'm certainly not going to try to swing a second time against a raised ally, raised shield enemy. And especially now with this high of an AC. All right, Arius, it's your turn. Uh, step, swing. 
29 to hit. 29 hits. Oh shit, was there a bonus to damage? Oh yeah, does your aura give a bonus to damage? Was that was that was that part of your aura? Actually, yes. That's a plus one to both of us. Uh so twenty-four damage. <clears throat> and then third action, I will take another swing. Twenty-five to hit. That you hit because of the flat footed condition. So yes. And frightened. Oh yeah, and frightened. They both made the difference here. Uh I forgot I didn't I forgot to add the plus one again. So nineteen damage. Nineteen. That's my turn. Not quite enough. The terracotta succubus is falling apart. Cracks are spiderwebbing across its entire form, but it's still moving. Kicks, it's your turn. Oh, fuck, it's supposed to be two damage because I have two weapon dice. So note to self, it's plus two damage. We'll try to attack again. How about an actual yeah. 20? Yeah. Nice. That's telekinetic projectile. Yeah. It also. Get it with a book. Oh, it did on my unleashed psyche. So, 21 damage normal. 21. Wait, not bludgeoning? Yes, yeah, bludgeoning. I meant normal as in, like, not crit. It's 42 damage. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. So, 42. 52 points of damage. Well, they didn't have nearly that much HP left. They had 23 HP left. The Terracotta Succubus smashes into just thousands of pieces and clatters across the garden pavement. Kicks, you have a third action. It's dead. Yeah, I know. You have a third action. I've fucking hit it with a cybolt. I don't know. Is there any other enemies around? You could give me a seek oh. action. I mean, the guy is still up. Oh, I forgot about that guy. He's still up there. Um, yeah, I'll just... Now nah, we're good. Now nah, you good? I'm not going to move up on anybody. That's not my drive. Sherry, you're flat-footed to this attack, but a vine lashes out from the vegetation just south of you and attempts to strike you. They've taken Sundrinker. You get to 25 <laughs> to hit. Um, that would hit. Can I do reactions if I don't know it's coming? Is the trigger still met? I think you can. What is the trigger? Enemy within 15 feet damages you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. My self-interest keeps you safe. You gain resistance equal to 2 plus half your level, so that'd be, what, 4? So I reduce it by 4. Yeah. So 9 total instead. For the creature's second action, they will grab you. Swallow! With its third action, will constrict. So for the constrict, I will need a fortitude save. None of my bonuses help me. Um, I think I'm going to use my hero point. Yeah. Because that's a nat one. Critical failure is not great when you need to make a fortitude save. Uh, I get a 20 instead, total. Not, 20 not succeeds. 20. You will take half of six. Or in your case, I think just none. Are you still taking reduced damage? Yeah, all further damage from the triggering enemy until the end of the turn I take. I, I reduce it by two. So I'll take one damage. <laughs> do I reduce it by two and then do half? I can never remember. I, I can never remember the stack on this either. I would think half and then reduce, because half is the actual damage you're taking. You're not reducing. 
You're the taking full half damage. damage, and then you're reducing you the damage it. you actually take. You're not actually ever taking the full damage. Got a point. Makes sense to logically, me. but it's the difference between one and two damage. I don't think. It's... I'm not yeah, too worried about it. We need to know when you fall for one. <laughs> not too fucking worried about it. Uh, <laughs> that is the assassin vine's turn. Lucan, top of round four. It's your turn. Hey, now this isn't fair. There's not supposed to be another plant when mine's not even on the board. Especially after yours gets killed. Yeah. Taking your shtick. Yours out. isn't even there. Really annoying. Uh, I'm so useless. <laughs> uh, hey, it's fun. Don't worry. Anything fire-based? <laughs> Recall knowledge? Recall yeah. plants. Spencer, <laughs> you have to deal with that. Yeah, what would you want? A nature check? It's nature. Sure. First action, recall knowledge, nature. That was a good suggestion there, DM. 27. 27 is a success. Oh, yeah. Look at all these things that you've got there posted. Recall knowledge. Just that's fine. <laughs> that I oh, didn't yeah. click on. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No worries. Uh, so with your success, you can have two pieces of information. Weaknesses. They are weak to fire. And slashing, week five to each. So, so burn and hack, <laughs> burn and cut, my friends. Oh shit! What's the other thing I need to know? Um, I don't know. What's another good thing to know about these? Lowest save. Lowest save is its reflex save. All right. Well, I don't have fucking uh, anything really. Um, I guess I can projectile it and try and cut it. There you go. Slash him. Yeah, let's do that. We'll projectile it and try and slice it. I don't have my true strike on this time. This is going to be pretty abysmal. But I rolled a 15 to get a 26. 26 hits. So we'll deal some damage. Damn, rolled well. 19 damage. Very well. You deal 24 total slashing damage as you slice off a few vines that are coming off from the main form. This just doesn't feel right. I'm done. Alright, then Shara, it's your turn. So it has me grabbed, so I can attack one of its limbs? Correct, yeah. You can you can attack it from where you're at without stepping. Okay. Well, we will hack at it then. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Uh, 12 damage. You cut deep into the vine that's holding you, dealing 17 total damage. Since it's holding me, I'm just gonna take another swing at it. Oh, nope, that's a nat 2. Yeah, Although a 12 doesn't miss. critically miss, so it doesn't no. have a very good AC. <laughs> You're right, a 12 doesn't critically miss. Oh, fuck, it was supposed to take one more damage. There's one more damage. From, oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, and two more damage. Oh my gosh. I'm really bad at this. There's got to be a way to build this in. We'll figure this out later. All right. It took it. Promise it's all auras. And third action, I'll raise shield. Then after Shara, Arius, it's your turn. Uh, Arius will use his first action to move. Uh, actually, first action. Yeah, first action, I'll just move up to it. Screw it. Second action, take a swing. Slash and burn. You're very good at at least one of those things. 29 to hit. That is a critical hit. Holy shit. Uh, 31 but plus the 2, so 33. Or is that doubled to plus 4 because of the crit? It would be. 
35. Well, it didn't have that much HP anyways. It only had 34. Arius runs up and just cuts the assassin vine down. I don't like plants, and I roll that 20 for my third action to hurt <laughs> it again. Wait, you don't? <laughs> you don't like plants as uh, Lucan standing there uh, attacking the plant of 45 damage. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Your plant's fine. This, I just don't like this plant. Uh, oh, uh, I see. From the open window, you hear... I'm impressed. Enter. We have much to discuss. He retreats from the window and closes the shutter. I am very injured. Is anybody else very injured? Not fam, just you. Just me. Well, and a little bit of Shara. Yeah, I'm down I'm down like ten. Well, I do two things. Three things? I spend three actions re-summoning Sundrinker. I'd like to take ten minutes to recast my Summoner's Precaution. <sighs> but I guess I won't. Can you? Isn't that... I thought it was daily. Yeah, but I could just cast it again, right? Yeah. Or just last for a day. Oh, okay. Oh, I suppose. As in, you're, uh, you're like a Sorcerer, you can just cast whichever spell yes, you want. Yes, I can yeah, just okay. cast whichever spell I want. Yep. Just like me. But that takes ten minutes, so I guess I'm not going to do that. I do want to get rid of some of these wounds, though. Right after, or shortly after, you use the three actions to bring Sundrinker back. The door opens, and the vampire woman who escorted you into the garden, Lixel, steps in, and then Stands off to the side, makes a gesturing motion through the door, and says, How did you like the garden? Well, it started very nice and then became rather aggressive. The garden can be aggressive. Have you any oils of unlife? I believe I might be able to... I think it's only fair considering we just had to fight your fountain. I feel I might be able to scrunch some up for you. That would be much appreciated. But first let me take you... To Master Highridge. Is he going to attack us too? I suppose that's up to him and you, isn't it? Well, then I'll take the oils of life now. Have it your way. I'll be right back. And she... Thank you. Steps through the garden door and closes it again. I'm not going to meet this asshole badly injured. I, after another moment, comes back. She has two oils of unlife, the minor... Minor. What a what do minor do? bitch. Minor's still pretty good. It's like six health. Oh, wait, no. Less is... Oh, mother... Yeah, minor's like a D6 or a D8 or it's something a D8. like that. It's a spit in your face. Fucker. I take them both. I snort them. <laughs> I don't. I, uh. <laughs> so that's 2D8 healing if you want to go ahead and do that. Sweet. I roll a three and a two. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> that was really great. Fine, let's go see this guy. Um, I'll I'll walk over to uh Lucan and lay a hand on him. Oh, that's right, you're creepy. <laughs> creepy. <Right now. laughs> what is the spell you just used? Yes. Was it lay on hand? <laughs> um it's the evil version of lay on hands. Touch of corruption. 
Nice. You infuse the target with negative energy. If the target is living, it deals 1d6. If the target is a willing undead creature, the target instead gains six hit points. And if you are under the un- if you are the undead target, oh, that's for me. Um, so you heal 18 because it's heightened to three. Oh. Okay. What was your character's name again? Uh, Shara, Shara, right? Shara. Shara. Oh, Shara. Oh, thank you. That was quite lovely. I didn't know you knew how to do that. Yes, well, you were looking a little paler than normal. <laughs> he, I felt it. All right, I'm reinvigorated now. Let's go meet this... What was his name? Avera Cadabra. Master Highridge. Highridge. Master Highridge. We've made it to Sallow Shore where everything is old and wet and gross. And the few things that aren't are trying to kill us. That sounds about right. What does our new vampire frenemy have in store for us? And will we really have to figure out underwater combat rules? Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.